0: Hello, and welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Justine.
1: And I'm Gray. Some weeks we break down one larger mystery between the two of us. Other weeks we pick two smaller mysteries on a theme and teach each other about them based on our own independent research. This week we're talking about the man from Torrid.
0: Which I hope we're saying that right, because it doesn't even exist. Right, it's not even
1: a real country. Who knows? So. So, this
0: is going to be kind of a mini episode for us yeah because there's it's not much not to the super story detailed it's Not not no not at all so yeah july
1: 1954 right we're at an airport in japan
0: yep in tokyo
1: hanita airport
0: Mm-hmm. uh
1: yep. business as usual yeah
0: everybody's chilling then a plane comes from europe drops off as passengers did
1: you see where in europe
0: I didn't see where in Europe, actually.
1: Yeah, it did just generically say Europe.
0: Yeah. It was just like a European airline. I was like, okay.
1: Okay. It's pretty broad. <laughs> it's very broad.
0: So, yeah. Drops off as passengers. Um, a supposedly well-dressed, bearded businessman. Caucasian. Yep, Caucasian. Classic white dude.
1: Classic,
0: confusing white dude. Yep. Comes through customs. And is kind of like seemingly chatting with the customs officials. Like, right. talking about this being like his third japan trip that year
1: yeah he had a what a french accent or spoke french
0: yeah he spoke primarily french and also spoke japanese and several other languages which i'm not sure how they knew that right but seemed like a well-traveled dude
1: right
0: um yeah and then they just asked him for his country of origin and he responded Torred
1: torrid which we're, like what the fuck wait a second so they're like probably frantically searching through this atlas like where the fuck is torrid yeah. what we work in an airport and we don't know this yeah we
0: don't know this we have people coming from everywhere right and he described it as on the border between france and spain
1: which right. i'm assuming
0: came out when they were like where right. is this? he's like you know
1: <laughs> yeah that that country that
0: country which funny enough there is a country right on the border of france and spain which is called andorra
1: the, the principality of andorra yeah
0: but he became irate, apparently, when they showed him that. Right. Said that that was not his country.
1: It's not his country and it didn't look like the map that he's used to. Right. Which is interesting. Which is interesting. And yet he did describe it as between the border of France and Spain. Yeah. Which, so when I looked at the map, the there's no other
0: country. Right. Aside from Andorra.
1: Right. So it's like he had that part of the geography correct, but yeah. the just the country in between was wrong. It wasn't Andorra. Yeah. It's weird.
0: He said his country had been there for over a thousand years. Right. Which I looked up the history of Andorra, and it was kind of unclear because it's, like, a country gets, like, established at a certain point, but then, like, when... I mean, obviously it existed right. long before that, but, like, maybe it was something different. I don't know.
1: Right. Well, like, so. you have, like, like South Sudan just became a country in, you know, a couple of years ago. Oh, well. Yeah. Or you have, like, Egypt that's been a country for, you know, 2,000 years. Right. So it's, like... So South Sudan's always been there. It just hasn't always been called South Sudan. Exactly. So I, I would assume that if he said that Torrid has been around for a thousand years, that would mean that a country called Torrid or something similar to that has existed for a thousand years. Yeah. The way that like Italy has been called multiple other things, but it's still mm. always pretty much been Italy.
0: Right. Because it did seem like Andorra as it is now had not been there for a thousand years. Interesting. Maybe close, but not quite. Right. So, which like almost seems weird to me, just in the sense that I feel like off the top of my head, I couldn't, like, I feel terrible about it, but I couldn't tell you how long, like, the United States has been a country.
1: Really? <laughs> which is really bad. 1776. Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's not really that long.
1: No. No, so not we're, about. we're super young.
0: Yeah. But, like, I just don't know if I would know that, like, if I was, like, at the airport and somebody was like, that country doesn't exist. Like, I'm not sure that it would spring to my mind. Yeah. Like, like we've I've been, been for- a country since 1776. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs>
1: I'm from America. Have you huh. heard of it?
0: Yeah. How do you not know this? Right. But he was very confused. Um, so up until this point, this sounds like a story that could just be like, this dude was
1: He had like a confused. stroke or yeah. some like dementia or something. Yeah.
0: Something <clears throat> was confused. But supposedly he produced a passport. Right. And a driver's license. Right. Issued from the country of Torrid.
1: Totally legit looking. Yeah. Like weathered. It had, like, multiple stamps in it corroborating his uh, um, claim that he had visited Japan three other times on business. Yeah. So it was, like, a legit passport, but from a country that didn't exist. Right. Which, again, if this were to be some sort of, like, prank or hoax or something, you know, producing a professional-looking passport would not be easy, but I feel like it's doable. It's doable. It's a lot of effort to go through for, like, this really, like, oh, I'm going to pull one over on these, like, random... Like, immigration workers in Japan.
0: Yeah. And just hope that this becomes, like, a story that's told forever. Right. I mean, if that's what he was going for, he succeeded. Succeeded very well. Because now it's 2018 and we're talking about we're still the man from Doran.
1: <laughs> but we're going to see why this isn't... this The whole hoax thing actually seems like the least, like, plausible explanation here.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of bizarre.
1: Right. Usually it least like, a hoax is, like, up there. It's yeah. like, either one or two.
0: Yeah. But this one, not... It just doesn't no doesn't fit
1: there's other theories but not hoax not hoax
0: no i mean possible but no so he they're like what the fuck they oh yeah they checked um the company he said he was meeting with who didn't know who he was and the hotel he said he had a room at didn't know who he was either there was (laughs) no room under his name
1: right
0: Wish we knew what his name was
1: yeah right i just realized that why don't they if it's not under his name then he had to have had a name
0: right he had to have Yeah. But hmm. no, but yeah, so nobody knew. Oh, and the bank listed on his checkbook appeared to not exist as well, which is interesting.
1: interesting. I assume
0: it would be a bank in Torrid. Right. Which I guess, I mean, there are banks obviously that exist in other countries too, but yeah, the bank did not seem to exist.
1: It would make sense that if he was from Torrid, he would have a bank account in Torrid. and That would exactly. be sort of like his primary bank. Yeah, bank but
0: didn't exist. Interesting. Because Torrid didn't exist. Right. Apparently Torrid didn't have like Bank of America. Right. if that was even a thing in the '50s, was that a thing in the '50s? Uh, I
1: don't know. Probably. I don't, I don't know.
0: know. I should. Sh- I shouldn't know that. Why would I know that? <laughs> <laughs> Who
1: would know that? You don't know when America's from. You yeah. don't know when Bank of America's oh, from.
0: Yeah, I don't know the history of Bank of America.
1: Do you know anything about Do America?
0: No. <laughs> Good. I really don't. But I know about Torrid.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they. He's confused. They're confused. He's getting pissed. It's like, why don't? Why can't you find this? I'm imagining. I mean, if he's legitimate. Yeah. He's probably really fucking scared. Wouldn't you be scared if you landed somewhere that you'd been before? Right. Which the confusing part. Right. Is if he was from Torred.
1: Right.
0: And had gone to Japan before. Right. That means that like there had been times he had been there and given his passport and all his info and they had been like, cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Stamped it and just gone along.
1: Right.
0: Which, so if you went there for the third or fourth time that year, presumably not the only three or four times in your whole life. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, what is this country? Like, what are you talking about? Right. Then you'd be like, what the hell?
1: Like. Be very surreal. Yeah. Like if you go to Canada a lot and then someday you go to Canada and they're like, where are you from? And I'm like America. And They're like, what? And you're like, is that country directly below you? Like, no. Is it this country? Some random name? And you're like, what? No. No.
0: Yeah. 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 Putting myself in his shoes. Like it sounds terrifying. Yeah.
1: Just. Very terrifying. Being like, I don't know how to. You'd probably you. think you were like going crazy that like you had had some kind of stroke or that you yeah. had early onset dementia. Or...
0: And then how do you explain to yourself that you have this passport right. from this country that you know you're from? Right. With these stamps in it, like that prove that you've been here before. Right. With
1: like a lifetime of experience in that country.
0: Yeah. Messed it's up. Wild. Yeah. So they, they can't figure it out. They take him to a hotel room and they have immigration officials guarding his room. Right. Because, you know, presumably they're like... <clears throat> I have no idea what's going on with this guy. Probably seems suspicious in some way. Oh yeah. And the traveling with a
1: false passport.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's not a not a small crime. Nope. But I'm assuming it was the next morning. Right. They must have gone in to like check on him or whatever because he wasn't coming back to the airport and he was just vanished.
1: Gone. Like despite... no no um sign that anybody had spent the night in that room at all.
0: Yeah. And his documentation which was at the airport security room, not right. even in his room. So his like passport and everything Yeah.
1: just vanished. Gone. It's weird.
0: So that's pretty much all we know that's about it. this story. I looked it up on multiple different places to see like if there was some more detail. Like really the only other details I got was like one of them mentioned that he was bearded and right. the other one didn't. I'm like, okay, that's right. relevant.
1: He had a pocket full of European money.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. One of the things mentioned that was kind of like, you know, backing up the fact that he said that he traveled a lot he right. did have all this foreign currency from countries that existed right real so, countries. Oh, that would have been cool if he had currency from countries that didn't exist
1: right damn it
0: but yeah so this dude's from mm. torrid and he's just chilling in europe chilling in japan yeah going on business
1: just doing his thing
0: and then he disappears
1: so what's so okay so what's happening here like what's what is happening? this what does this story mean
0: right so of course number one i mean not number one but one of the options yes. as we said is it was a
1: hoax hoax it was just it appeared in this book in 1954 yeah. may or may not be real may or may not have been like just sort of like a cool story I mean,
0: it is a fucking cool it story it is a cool story but regardless
1: so it could technically be a hoax i guess right and the so the idea part of my brain is
0: that he did be. not commit the hoax but that somebody just made up the story right because that this never existed in be a lot of place. effort for him for right.
1: some dude to do that and the reason i don't think that he hoaxed it is that like the whole disappearing him disappearing i could see like he slipped out the window or something of the yeah. hotel but the documents disappearing from the airport simultaneously seems prohibitively difficult mm. for one dude or like for one dude to have done easily because otherwise you'd have to have like a network of people helping you perpetrate this really localized hoax and you're really only yeah. like confusing like four people yeah and like <laughs> to it's, be, it's a lot of effort to go through
0: it's kind of like would be on par i mean not totally on par but for some reason this made me think have you seen that video where the dudes walk around like the grocery store and places and they put hot dogs in people's pockets oh yeah and like in their hoods and, and like in their bags and stuff yeah. It'd be like i mean that's obviously not as difficult to pull <laughs> off but The idea that you're only confusing, like, one person. Right. And you're watching them be confused, and that's, like, it. And then you're just like, I'm done.
1: That's the payoff.
0: Though, the funny part about that video, and we're getting way off topic, but he put a hot dog in somebody's pocket at one point, and then they were then at a gas station later that night, like, throwing hot dogs on people's windows, like, from a distance while they were, like, pumping their gas. And it turned out to be one of the dudes from the store from earlier. He was like, what? And they were like, holy shit. It was hilarious. You should look up hot dog pocket video. I don't know, but it's fucking so funny but anyways same kind of idea in just it's
1: exactly like that it's
0: totally like that man from torrid
1: yep.
0: hot dogs and pockets right but same idea that like you know i mean that's funny but for him it would be like why go through all that
1: right Just it's a lot of a few effort. people yeah and like making a fake passport and everything is also like a federal crime
0: yeah federal crime probably expensive unless yeah. you like knew a dude
1: but even then, like, that dude's not going to do it for free.
0: Right. So you're paying a lot of money to confuse, yeah, like, five people. Right. And, like, it didn't seem like this was reported, like, in newspapers. It wasn't like he got publicity. Right. Even to be like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I mean, some people are into that. Right. Like, I mean, we're talking about it be, right now. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it now. Years and years later. So, but yeah, that just doesn't seem likely. No. Hoax so.
1: is, I guess, technically, uh, hoax by the man from Torrid is extremely unlikely. Yeah. Hoax is as in somebody just made this whole story up. Right. Is relatively likely.
0: Yeah. It could definitely be. Yeah. Yeah. You compared it to that, the show Factor Fiction. Yes. Or Beyond,
1: yeah. Beyond, Beyond the Believe Factor Fact
0: Fiction. Fiction. Which I started watching again recently and I got frustrated with a little bit because, yeah, I want to look up these stories. Right. Because I'm like, oh, some of these could make cool episodes and some of these just sound interesting. Right. And occasionally you look up episodes and you can't, like you find the story but it's not actually really how they portrayed it. Hmm. Like, there was an episode where a kid was being bullied by his friends and his brother. It's like, what a shit brother. Right. Teasing his own, like, harassing his own brother with his friends. And so this kid was being harassed because he, like, believed that there was a monster in his closet. They were making fun of him. They get him to the house at one point and they're in the room, like, making fun of him. And he's like, says something, you know, like, go in there and see or whatever. So the brother that was bullying him goes into the closet to be like okay, see, like, I'm going to get eaten by the monster or whatever. And then when he goes in there, he starts, like, screaming and panicking. But the friends, like, just assume that he's just messing around. around. And the brother's all scared because he's like, see, like, there is a monster. And they open the door and the kid's gone. Oh, wow. And supposedly they could, like, they never found him again is how the episode portrayed it. And I was like, holy shit. Right. Had to look this up. Turns out that I guess the producer at the time, like, thought that was the story. But the real story was that the kid did disappear and they couldn't find him but they ended up finding out that he like slipped out through like a ceiling tile in the closet and he ran away so they found him like two weeks later
1: that's bizarre. which
0: again isn't a very elaborate hoax right. dude Why? like you fucking scared the shit out of for your whole two family. weeks. yeah for two that's weeks excessive so he did not actually disappear but i was like this is crazy and there was another story that was wild and i looked it up i could not find a single article about it anywhere hmm. and i was like somebody just bullshit this
1: and that's like kind of what i was when i was researching this topic i like was really trying to dive deep and see like where did it come from what kind of story is this and there's like some big information out there yeah but it's like not super well documented so
0: no it's all the same that could either corroborate
1: it or it could like debunk it because either it hasn't been reported on a lot because this one report happened that was factual and that's it and that's all you're gonna get yeah or somebody made it up
0: right well we were saying before we started recording that it seems to lend some small credibility the fact that it seems like the story has never really changed right it's not like it keeps getting details added or altered or whatever like it's always the same airport the same year same dude
1: it what strikes me about it is that it's all very like logical and like there's nothing really paranormal going on except for him vanishing yeah and the fact that the country he's from doesn't exist right the rest of it he's just like regular businessman doesn't have any supernatural powers he's not like doing anything like creepy or anything there's no cryptids yeah he's just a businessman traveling with a passport trying to get through security and like, he just happens to be from a country that doesn't exist trying to go to like a business meeting right he's not even doing anything cool right he's not even like i'm doing i'm here to like like on vacation he's like
0: yeah.
1: dude like i'm at work yeah You're preventing yeah. You from i have going a to hotel
0: work. i'm going to meet like this company right and he can't even do that
1: right so like it gets it all seems so ordinary yeah but then the weird the weirdness is that like the, the the foundation of the story is that he's from somewhere that doesn't exist right in our plane of existence exactly so that kind of transitions us into theory number two yes which is he's from a parallel dimension yes or universe or
0: which i think this is the most likely i agree because i think the only other possibility is that he's a time traveler yes which theory makes three. no sense if he was confused
1: right like the okay let's talk about the time traveler aspect first yeah so if he was... I've, I've read that before too. So if he was a time traveler, he is presumably coming from the future, not the past, hmm. into the present. Yeah. So if he's coming from the future to the present, he is saying that Torrid is a country and has existed for a thousand years. So say in a hundred years, Torrid or Andorra stops being a country and turns into Torrid for whatever reason. Some like overthrow happens in like a hundred years from the present. Then... You know, 1,000 years goes by, it's 3,050 or whatever, and, um, you know, this person from Torrid travels back in time to the 1954, and so he has the ability to time travel, and yet then hops on a fucking regular plane to fly somewhere, Uh, has a pocket full of European money, so he's aware of all the countries that exist, because he has all this money from, you know, either like he got it in the future and they made it for him so when he went back it would make sense or he travels back in time and accumulates this money so he spent time in europe yeah and you don't think he would have checked like hey is the country that my passport's in does this exist back then right if you're going back in time i'm sure a bunch of countries and stuff are going to be different from 1954 so you would do like your research and you would know all of this going in yeah so it doesn't the whole time traveler thing is more confusing than anything like that that doesn't really do it for me
0: right did he time travel by accident like yeah. this like classic like fry slips into the time traveling machine and is like whoops right and then i mean and even he knew what he had done like he just ended up in japan in 1954 and had no idea and then but was he, like, Wait a he didn't
1: stick out like no. if i went back in time in 1954 i would stick out like a sore thumb right just even based now. on what i was wearing yeah and it's only 50 years on.
0: Exactly. So we're presuming he's from at least a thousand years in the future. Right. If not, probably more.
1: I just don't... The whole time travel aspect of it, like, he doesn't seem like he's on, like, any kind of mission. He doesn't seem like he has, like, a really, like, strong purpose of what he's doing. No. It's, if, and if he did, it's very sloppy because they've issued him a, a passport from somewhere that doesn't exist. Yeah. Unless he's a time traveler trying to accomplish something from the future... And not only did he go back in time, but he accidentally just slipped one dimension over. Mm. So the whole like right. interdimensional travel as well as time travel yeah. at the same time. Right. I could that plausibly see that, but there has to be some sort of dimensional shift. Exactly. In this story for it to make sense because he's aware of all of the other geography that's going on. And it's like almost like and he understands like our physics. He understands our money. He he's wearing our clothes. Yeah. So everything it's like almost everything is exactly the same except the country of Andorra has turned into Dorit. Yeah. That's the only difference. And then he vanishes right. without yeah. trace.
0: So it's got to be different dimension. It's got to be. He slipped in another dimension. Again, obviously not on purpose. Because right. he was confused. He's like angry. He's trying to convince them of this thing existing. Right. Because he must not have meant. To do that. So whether this was just some dude?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we're not even. It seems even like I think the assumption is kind of that he like was purposely shifting. Right. Which I don't think makes sense either because then he wouldn't be. He'd be prepared for the fact. Exactly. But he wasn't prepared, and so that makes no sense. So it would seem like you know like one of us just accidentally.
1: Yeah. You slipping wake up one day. into a dimension. Yeah. Well, think about it this way too. So the thing he was doing directly before he interacted with all of the airport people was flying on a plane mm. and think about all the stories you've heard of weird shit happening on planes, planes disappearing, yep. planes like in, like there's tons of stories about planes flying. And then all of a sudden people seeing like this one guy was, I think was flying over England. And then all of a sudden like passed through some clouds and then came out on the other side of the clouds and saw england but it was like five years in the future and like like saw like these people wearing like these very specific uniforms that they weren't wearing at the time and mm. so he goes back in time and then lives five years later he sees like people are wearing these uniforms all of a sudden he's like oh i saw this five years ago flying over in a plane yeah like, we just got these uniforms so it's like the idea of like flying in planes yeah traveling to other dimensions accidentally like yeah. not through any agency just you're just all of a sudden like slip almost mm-hmm.
0: Which then makes you wonder, so then the, it, which seems to make the most sense to me too, as far as him physically, his body vanishing as well as even his belongings, because they all belonged in that different dimension.
1: Right. So it makes sense that they would all just disappear. like seeking, like, like the two dimensions are seeking equilibrium. Yeah. So they just like, he, they just suck him back through the membrane with all the stuff that was with him that's supposed to be in this dimension.
0: Which is kind of awesome to think about. Right. So. So,
1: Because like those stories, like that one I just told about that dude in England. Yeah. It's sort of like he he kind of slips into the other dimension and then slips back into his. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's like you almost like vanish from this dimension, show up in another one, but then you get like pulled back into the one you're supposed to be in. It's not yeah. like you stay.
0: Which is crazy because then you'd think like, I mean, both of those people seemingly were only in the other dimensions for a very short time. Right. So, and like the one guy was on a plane, this guy was on a business trip, so there's really nobody... That necessarily like missed them. I mean, I guess if he is on a business trip, maybe he was like a day late to his stuff because right. he's like, oh, I got to do this stuff. But maybe not. Maybe he had the hotel room to sleep and then do his business meeting the next day. Maybe he slipped back into his right dimension and he was like, oh, He woke okay. up
1: in the hotel room and he's like, wow, that was a weird dream.
0: Yeah, that was bizarre and didn't realize that it actually happened.
1: And then he tells the story in his timeline. Like, yeah, they were showing me this country. It was called like Andorra or something like where it's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: And they're like, what?
1: What? That sounds fake.
0: Yeah, that's, that sounds totally fake. <laughs> So that, yeah, that seems to be the most plausible yeah. thing.
1: And it re- what's interesting about it is it really opens up the idea for me of like thinking about interdimensional travel or like the idea of two dimensions being so close to each other that something can dip in and out. Yeah. Because this is going to come up a lot with topics that we talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. Skinwalker Ranch. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: UFOs. Yep. Bigfoot. Mothman. Yeah. Like if you think about the idea of things slipping into our dimension for a short period of time and then slipping back into their dimension because they're seeking equilibrium, you have a lot of like you have an explanation for almost every cryptid yeah. and like weird paranormal experience that anybody's ever reported.
0: It's kind of awesome to think right. about.
1: They call it the 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 grand unified theory of everything. Jesus
0: which makes you wonder, I mean presumably if so like this guy slipped from his dimension into our dimension. Right. We'll say then, and he just happened to notice because of just going through customs. Like, it was right. just perfectly timed. So you would have to think that there could be times that if... But there's potentially two universes that are or two dimensions that are almost yeah. the same, that have minor differences. Right. And obviously there's theories that there are infinite dimensions that you know some of them are drastically different right again to reference a popular tv show there's that episode of family guy yeah with like the road to the multiverse or whatever oh yeah where they're just he's just bouncing around between all and like some of them are almost the same and some of them are totally bizarre like they have that one where they're in the barber thing like you know the black and white spinny thing and they're just spinning through it like forever and he's just like what the hell and they're like i don't know for some reason this is life (laughs) like shit like that like there could be Dimensions that are completely <laughs> off the wall. Yeah. Just crazy. And then dimensions that are essentially the same, except for one small... Or, there, you know, there was a dimension that was different because... I forget who it was, but somebody hadn't become president. Right. It might have been JFK and, like, Nixon. Like, Nixon hadn't become president. It was something like that, where, like, yeah. this person didn't get killed, so this person never became president. Right. And then, like, the whole course of history changes. So, you'd think that maybe you or I... Have potentially slipped into another dimension at one point or another, Yeah. and maybe it was so similar and for such a short time that we never noticed.
1: I was thinking about that earlier today, like, like the idea of know. like you know, jamais vu, jamais vu. No, so it's like the opposite of deja vu. Oh shit! So, what it so if deja vu is an unfamiliar situation feeling familiar, jamais vu, jamais vu. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, sure. Is a situation that should be familiar feeling completely alien <laughs> so if you've done something a million times but all of a sudden it feels like you've never done it before and you get that weird eerie feeling what if that's because you step out your front door and all of a sudden you're in another dimension and your feelers go up because you're you know the animal part of your brain can pick up on something's different like i mean yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere different and so a familiar action doesn't feel familiar because you're completing that action in somewhere Totally different than where you're used to. Oh, that's crazy. Fully different dimension.
0: That's so, like, I can imagine many times I've felt deja vu, but I can't think of a time that I've experienced that.
1: Yeah. I mean, occasionally, like, I'll try to go, like, what happens to me usually is forgetting how to enter a password, like, on a yeah. computer. Yeah, Where Where it's just all muscle memory, and then all of a sudden that muscle memory isn't there, and you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what the fuck is my password? Yeah. And you're trying to enter it, and you're, like, trying to remember the steps that your fingers make, but you can't do it. Can't do it. It doesn't feel familiar. Mm-hmm. That's, That's usually That's where it comes up to me.
0: Yeah. I've had that and like entering my pin number. Yeah. The other right. day I just had to run my card as a credit because I thought about it yes. just fully, long enough yeah. that I was like, uh, and I, I could not think of what it was.
1: Have you ever like stepped outside, like maybe first thing in the morning and it's like really quiet and like, there's nobody out and there's just like sort of like an eerie feeling in the air. Like mm. it just feels maybe not like sinister, but it just feels like eerie yeah. or like something's like off. It's happened to me, like, when I'll, like, walk the dog sometimes. We'll go down and, like, all three of us, all, like, me and the two dogs, we'll all just kind of, like, sit, stand there and just look around, like, almost, like, waiting for, like, something to happen. Yeah. Because it just feels like something. Oh, and maybe it's because we've slipped into another dimension. For, yeah. You
0: know, the dogs would know, too. Right. They would totally, they'd probably oh, know, they'd know before you did. absolutely know. Oh, yeah. I think about that sometimes when I'm walking with Mukau and occasionally she'll get nervous or she'll like not want to keep walking because of like I'll hear something like she hates when planes go overhead mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. like that rumbling noise but there are times where nothing mm-hmm. changes like I don't hear a single thing there's not a dog there's not a plane and she will just stop and like won't want to keep going mm-hmm. and I'll either have to just turn around with her or I'll have to like physically pull her to be like let's go mm-hmm. yeah and there are times where I'm like she's sensing something
1: yeah. I would just turn around
0: yeah there have been i i tried to take her there's these creepy woods kind of at the end of the street yeah and you can go through them a little bit and then see um like the big giant power lines that are oh, over yeah. there and it's kind of creepy to go over there and the one time we were walking through there and she did that it was like winter so it's kind of yeah it's eerily quiet anyways mm-hmm. and then she just planted herself and yep. like she was kind of shaking like tail talked a little bit and i was like we're not nope. fucking going any nope. further <laughs> i don't know what's going on over here but you know, or maybe you don't know, but you're just scared as hell. Yep.
1: So so something, something's not right. Something's not right. Trust that.
0: Yeah. So hmm. it could definitely be happening.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting to think about, like, how many times have we all slipped into another dimension and not even known it? Yeah. You know, there's these big major situations where it turns into a story that we talk about in a podcast, but. Yeah. You know.
0: It could happen all the time.
1: All the time. We don't even know it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I definitely believe that there are different dimensions out there. I feel like okay. there has to
1: be. Makes the most sense
0: It makes definitely makes the most sense For so many reasons And yeah You wouldn't necessarily know Or right. people have bizarre Like there have been We should actually do an episode on It's not like We were trying to think of What other topic would be like Similar enough to this Man from Torred To like Put them as a theme And there really were No other specific travelers Right But there have been people Who have like um, Like I remember this one I vaguely remember this one story That was like Somebody was walking their dog's Somewhere in, like, a place like Arizona or, like, New Mexico or something. And I think, like, the dog pulled out of his hand and he, like, fell and seemingly, like, kind of, like, knocked himself out. Yeah. And I think it was a similar kind of thing where he, like, woke up and things were weird for a while. Like, not for, like, days and days, but, like, for, you know, like, a few hours or something. Yeah. And he was confused. He, like, didn't know where he was. Like, again, like, things were similar but different. Right. And he was like, what the fuck? And then somehow he came back. To normal life, and so he's telling the story, and people are like, okay, yeah, like you knocked yourself out, right? Which that's of course like, who's gonna question that really, right? Besides us, but people are like, yeah, you, like, were knocked unconscious, like you were dreaming or you know whatever. But he's like, there are people that are convinced that they like something happened and they slipped into a different dimension like that. Yeah, so that could be a cool thing just to like share people's different stories because it seemingly happens, right?
1: And their their stories like this where there's not a ton of detail and there's not a ton of like cooperation that can happen so it's a lot of speculation but
0: oh yeah because it's just one person's recollection and again yeah they all they often have situations like that where they were knocked over or some other bizarre thing but you can go on like i feel like it's similar to um that subreddit called glitch in the matrix yes just those instances oh my Mm -hmm. god like weird ass shit like people just driving along going like you know to my mom's house or going to work like places you've driven a million times right And then all of a sudden you're lost out of nowhere. You have no idea where you are or you turn down a road and suddenly you're somewhere totally different. The one like person had said that they were, yeah, they were supposed to be driving home from somewhere and they knew it was going to take like three hours and, you know, left at eight o'clock or whatever. Drove down a road, were totally confused. They were like lost, like had no idea where they had gone. They had done this drive a million times and then finally found their way out of it. And like, all of a sudden they were like on their street. And, like, pulled into their driveway and it had only taken them, like, an hour and a half. Weird. And they were, like, there's no way. Right. There's, like, any kind of shortcut. Like, there's no possibility. Hmm. So, it's, like, when shit like that happens, like, how is that not a different dimension? Right. That you just, like, whoops, like, took a weird turn. Hmm. Went into, a, yeah, again, a place that's, like, almost the same. Right. But you don't know it.
1: Just slightly off.
0: And then you just, whoops, like, things just come back together and it's, like, pop, you're back in your dimension. Yeah. And then you're back home and then people are like, what the fuck just happened?
1: <laughs> and nobody believes you. Cause like who would believe that? Right. It's, and it's such an easy thing to dismiss because you snap back into like real life. Yeah. And so you can just be like, oh, like that, I must've, you know, whatever. It must've been like tripping that day or something. Yeah. But no, like that could very well be a real experience. And if you trusted your instincts more, you, I think we might identify more interdimensional slips or yeah. whatever. Yeah.
0: I mean, according to that subreddit, it happens all the time.
1: All the time. And we just need to be more aware of it. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the whole, like, um, Mary Celeste. Oh, yeah. That's another candidate for people slipping into another dimension and not slipping back.
0: That's, yeah, that'll be an
1: episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: No, no, those stories freak me out. Like, the one person said they, they, like, pulled up at their grandmother's house, saw her waving in the window, wearing, like, a pink dress and you know we're like hey like waved back went back to their car just for a second to like grab some stuff and then went inside and when they got inside she was wearing like something totally different like a green shirt and pants and he was like what like you know she's like 80 he literally took like 30 seconds to get inside there's no way she could have changed her clothes right and so he's like what the fuck like Hmm. and that's like another one of those weird things where it's like yeah was that just everything was exactly the same but his grandmother was wearing a different outfit in that dimension
1: So if you go with the whole multiple universe theory, it's that like any sort of like chance, anything in life that's basically like an A or B decision, like a you know flip of a coin or whatever, yep. there's instantly two universes, mm-hmm. one where it's A and one where it's B. So I guess the grandmother waking up in the morning, she decides to put on that pink dress yep. and, you know, another chance she could decide to put on that green dress and everything else is exactly the same about the two dimensions. The only difference is... She put a green dress on that day instead of the pink dress.
0: Exactly. And then that's why some universes end up so different at some point because like the whole theory of like a butterfly flapping its wings, like there's plenty of universes where that would be like nothing would change from her choosing a different dress. Right. But then there are universes where a small thing, like I think about that all the time when you're driving along, like either there's days where you just happen to like decide to go a different route for whatever reason. And it's like people all the time, like. 9/11 and stuff like people were like, oh, it's so weird. Like I was supposed to be at work that day, but you know, some of them had legitimate things, but some of them it was like a rant. Like some of them just had a feeling. Right. Some of them weird shit happened. Like just a stack of bizarre things kept them from getting to work on time. Like that can't be a coincidence. No. And then there's people who maybe wouldn't have been at work that early and ended up there by accident. Like, so I think about it all the time. Where it's like you have people have stories where they're like, oh my god, if I had taken my normal route home, there was like a big accident. Like I probably would have been in it. But then it's like, plenty of times you do that stuff and nothing happens, but it's like, how do you know you didn't avoid something? Right. You don't know about every single thing that happens. Like, what if you had taken a left instead of a right, which had led you to do something else, which, you know, you got caught up in like a bank robbery or whatever, like some fucking shit. Right. But like everything could have consequences down the line, but sometimes it just takes a long time for them to stack up.
1: It's interesting. It's fascinating. It's a a can of worms too. Yeah. you start thinking about it, This topic is just like, ah!
0: Yeah. It's one of those things where if you think about it too long, you start
1: freaking out a little bit. Start questioning your whole reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, that's the man from Torrid.
1: Man from Torrid.
0: Which we still literally had, like, a paragraph of information, and we still talked for almost 35 minutes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hey, it's, Just, an, it's, it's an interesting topic, and it's something that I hope people listening to this start to think about. The idea of multiple universes, multiple, like... People who are listening to this podcast are probably interested in many paranormal things. True. Start thinking about paranormal things in or through the lens of multiple universes and the interaction of those multiple universes and you'll start to find that a lot of things start to make sense if you think of them as existing in a universe that's very similar to ours but just slightly off.
0: Right. Like the fact that we're in a different dimension right now. Right. With all the fucked up shit happening in our world. Right. We just slipped into whatever you want to call it. a Alternate dimension, a uh, simulation,
1: right? Whatever. But oh man, that's a whole yeah, that's, that's a whole, a
0: whole other of of But you know, just thinking about that, like it's possible that you know, if if there's a lot of people that can pinpoint a certain time where just things started feeling different, mm-hmm. maybe we all just slipped somehow. Maybe we're going to slip back
1: 2016.
0: In. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, think about it and check out Glitch in the Matrix subreddit. Yes, you do not have to have an account to go check it out you can just go read stories or just google glitch in the matrix in general yeah you will find so many stories
1: and it's really fascinating and strangely creepy like i don't find myself like creeped out a lot by Mm -hmm. like stuff that's parallel universe related but like a lot of them are really like eerie Mm -hmm. and it's almost as if there's like the creepy part is that like it feels like there's some sort of sentience going on with the glitch in the matrix as a phenomenon altogether like almost as if something is like directing the glitch in the matrixes from Mm -hmm. happening or someone else is aware of it other than just the experiencer. Yeah. Which who knows what that is.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. That's a whole other thing, but yeah, they're creepy. Mm -hmm. And it's just, when you read about how many people experience them and again, it's Reddit, who knows? I mean, people just, there's plenty of Reddits where people are just making up scary stories. Right. You know, no sleep. Right. So there's all kinds of stuff like that, but they just seem convincing. It maybe just in the sense that a lot of them are so minor. It's not like something crazy wild happens. Like almost all of the Glitch in the Matrix stories are kind of called that because it's it really is just a little glitch. It's not a massive right. my whole life is different. But there are there I've seen a few people in there that are like, this weird thing happened one day and now nothing has felt right since. Right. And, you know, this person in my life is different to me now. Like, yeah, just minor changes and it's like, that person totally slipped. They slipped and they didn't slip back. Right. And it's, it's not different enough that their whole life is, you know, dr- drastically altered, but it's different enough that they know it and they're aware every day of, like, I don't fit here.
1: We haven't even, like, touched on the whole Berenstain Bears thing. Oh, yeah. Or, like...
0: That's going to be a whole episode of... Right. Uh, what's that called? Uh, Mandela Effect.
1: Mandela Effect, yeah. Yeah. Which it's, like, that's totally related to alternate universes because the idea is that at some point... First of all, everybody who's alive, who remembers it being Berenstain Bears, mm-hmm. we were all in one universe together mm-hmm. and then at some point either our universe merged with another or we all slipped into an alternate universe where it's berenstain bears and there's some people who populate this universe who always have had berenstain bears because they're like natives to this universe yeah and then there's us who remember being Berenstain bears who are newcomers to this universe who are very confused by it exactly and there's all there's all kinds of things like that there's all kinds of weird interactions like what if you remember being Berenstain stain bears but you also remember there being a movie called Shazam yeah with chat you know what i mean like right. what what's that interaction or what does that Venn diagram look like of people who are part are native to one universe where this makes sense but like a different mandala effect they experience from like a different perspective so there's it's a mind fuck because there's got to be so many universes
0: i'm thinking that venn diagram just looks like uh what was that thing that we used to play with as a kid that was like you kind of had the little pen that would like loop around on the circular thing uh, and it was a spirograph yeah it was it looks like a spirograph yes because there's like
1: a million different
0: yeah there's like a thousand circles that are like all like all overlapping a little bit
1: yeah because right i remember
0: shazam being a movie
1: I like, don't like, as, and it's not that I remember it differently or anything. It's just, mm. I was too young. Yeah. Like, well, just like, yeah. I, I don't remember Mandala dying in prison because I was right. too young.
0: I don't, yeah. I don't remember that either, but there are definitely like when you, yeah, when you, and we'll do an episode on this, but there's a yeah. whole bunch of those things where it's like, it just seems crazy that all these people right. without, you know, like talking to each other. Like when I first heard about that Shazam thing, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I texted, I probably texted like 20 people. <laughs> When I first read that article and I was just like, do you remember a movie? I didn't me- I didn't send them the article. I wasn't like, hey, there's this debate. I was just like, do you remember that movie Shazam? Like, yeah. remember what that like movie poster looked like? And most of the people I texted, like all in my age group-ish, were like, yeah. And they could like describe the poster and it was the same as what I remembered it as. Yeah. And I'm like, how does that make sense? And like most of the people hadn't, I was like, okay, check out this article. And a few people were like, oh yeah, I saw that. But most of them were like, oh, holy shit. Right. They hadn't even seen it or heard of it yet. And so it's not like they were reading it, and then, you know, you start to think, like, no, there totally was a movie. Like, on their own, independently, they were like, yeah, I remember that movie. Right. So it's like, how do you explain that? Alternate dimension.
1: Alternate dimension. That's the only thing that makes sense.
0: Ah, it's messed up. Freaks me out. Yeah, that whole concept. So, yeah, we've kind of... We've, like, planted the seeds now for, like, five different episodes.
1: Yes. Well, I think this is a good, because this is going to sort of be an explanation for a lot of things moving forward. Yeah. I mean, we've already done the Mothman episode, but on your own, go back and re-listen to the Mothman episode, mm-hmm. but think about it in the context of a a, a dimensional slip. Right. You want know, the Mothman and Injured Cold mm-hmm. being from a different dimension and yeah. Mothman slipped through and Injured Cold came here to bring him back.
0: Yeah. And it explains so much about cryptids in general generally like appearing for a short time. Right. Mothman always being in a place for a little bit and then never being seen again. Gone. Yeah. So.
1: UFOs too.
0: Yep. Yep. There will be like a whole bunch of sightings in an area for whatever span of time Mm -hmm. and then nothing for a long time or maybe ever again.
1: And are the men in black, the, the garters, the people who are aware of the membrane between our dimension and the next dimension and they're the ones who are responsible for making sure that everything's at equilibrium yeah so maybe you know the man from torrid maybe he slipped into this dimension and it wasn't just this sort of natural force that brought him back into the other dimension he was forcibly removed right by the men in black who came brought him back to his dimension
0: yeah
1: what is that deported him back to his dimension (laughs) yeah
0: they were like bro you don't belong here
1: yeah, it's, the, it's it's dimensional ice mm-hmm. it's a great rap name, a great rap name.
0: <laughs> wow. keep an eye out for that too right. dimensional ice <laughs> coming 2019 it's coming to spotify
1: coming to soundcloud soundcloud rapper oh, oh, dimensional man. ice
0: oh man yeah so that's it that's it man from torrid
1: man from torrid
0: we just talked about dimensional shifts for a while it's interesting it's super interesting and I could talk for like another hour about this.
1: Stay tuned for like five more episodes. Yeah.
0: For like a million. We're going to talk about Mary Celeste. Yep. Mandela Effect.
1: Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Skinwalker Ranch. Many other cryptids. Yes. It's going to be intense. Oh, yeah. So. And Mandela
1: Effect. Yeah. That's gonna be a cool for that episode. One.
0: Yeah. So yeah. episode 11. In the can. Yeah. So check us out. Facebook. Instagram. Review us. Rate us. We're on iTunes. Go there. Talk about how cool we are. Tell people about us and keep listening.
1: Comment. Subscribe. Yeah. Talk to us. Review. Nobody talks to us. No, they really don't.
0: Just come talk to us. Right. I can look at our numbers. Y'all are listening. Yeah. I see you.
1: I see you there. I can't
0: see specifically who you are, but I can see you. Yes. So talk to us. Please. Yeah. Please. Please. (laughs) We're just alone in this podcast room. (laughs) Come talk to us. All right. That's it. That's it. Episode 11. Of Unknowable.
1: All right. Love you.